Welcome to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. Scientific Healing, a fusion of modern science and ancient healing arts, empowers you to take charge of your life to get healthy no matter what your doctor says. Discover how you can manage your own energy to improve your health, vitality, and prosperity from Anastasia and her guests. Are you ready to live your best and most energized life ever? Here's your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Scientific Healing Radio, and I'm your host, Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. I know the power of vibrational healing by combining physics with ancient healing arts to develop my own system that has produced medical miracles for hundreds of people. Discover how you can protect your energy when working with others as a healer or coach with safe healing at scientifichealer.com. I am so privileged today to have Sabina Messner on my show. I have not met many people with the same level of passion for helping people reach their greatest potential as Sabina. She and I see eye to eye on so many things. Making a difference rather than overcharging, empowering people instead of making them dependent on us and not following the rest of the sheep when it comes to doing a great healing business. So many of us wanting to help people um, set up a real sustainable business to do that is just not that straightforward. I've personally run across too many people that are about the money. Sabina is one of those few that are about the message. She's a spiritual master and shaman and takes people on amazing journeys. And you can see it in the fabulous images and photos she helps people create for themselves. They are oozing with their passion. And to put it in her words, she most desires to help people create thriving businesses that are an expression of their sacred soul purpose so they can get paid to fulfill their destiny. And she's all about upturning the old paradigm of niching, marketing, and advertising. And she helps people figure out what their beautiful uniqueness is. Now that's really fabulous because people don't realize how unique everyone is and there's an abundance of business for everybody because we attract the people that are meant to be attracted to us. So, like so many others, Sabina didn't always do this. She started in visual communication with a master's from the Berlin University of the Arts, yes, in Germany, and she came to the U.S. in the 90s. And I can't wait to hear her tell her story in her own words. Welcome to the show, Sabina. I'm beyond thrilled to have you here today. Oh, thank you so very, very much, Dr. Anastasia. I am honored and equally thrilled to be here with you and to once again um, link arms and join forces. It's such a privilege. I can't thank you enough. Yeah, I'm just getting goosebumps as you said that. That was awesome. <laughs> so, I loved your introduction. That was awesome, too. Thank you very, very much. I'm yes. honored to speak to you beautiful, beautiful community of spiritually um, aware healers, you know, and it's really all about a great uprising. It is, and when I saw you speak on stage twice, I was like bowled over because I'm kind of like a 
more subtle and you're just like so out there and so passionate and so inspiring. So I can't wait for people to hear about your story of transitioning from one career to another to doing what you do now. So can you can you lead us through that story? Yes, I'd love to share a little bit about my story. Um, you know what's really fascinating in, in thinking about uh, my story, I actually really come to see that I didn't really, like most people, transition careers. It was actually, for me, a seamless evolution. Um, so instead of transitioning, I felt like it was a continuous, seamless evolution. Why was that possible for me? Because I have actually had a very, very strong connection with my soul and therefore con consequently also with my purpose. Since I've been a little girl, you could have, uh, if you would have met me, um, Dr. Anastasia, when I was six years old and you would have asked me, Sister Dina, what do you want to do when you're all grown up? I would have said, oh, I want to be an artist and I want to paint the world all brand new. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was me. I was such an adorable happy, vivacious, um, a little artist girl, and I grew up um, with uh, some incredible parents. My father was this very visionary engineer who developed uh, patterns that were exploring, for example, the perpetuum um, momentum, you know, like engines that you just have to push once, and then there's they're sort of like in an infinity loop. I mean, he was an incredible alchemist. And so I grew up in this laboratory. My mom, turns out, was this intuitive, and I could have not asked for more spiritually anchored people, even though they were like sort of, you know, salt of the earth, you know, children of farmers, that kind of thing. Yes. But it really led to this very, very soul-rich childhood. And when my father passed away of a brain tumor when I was 17, everything came to a screeching halt. But it was actually in how he passed that I, at the, 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 you know, the innocent age of 17, got to actually witness his soul departure. So I saw with my, with my own eyes the ascension of the soul. I mean, I could describe it to you. I saw it with, 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 my, with my sheer eyes. I did not want it to leave him, but he gave me the greatest gift of all gifts that a father could give a mourning daughter, daughter, and that was the gift of soul sight. So it was that day when he passed away that I became an instant seer, Dr. Anastasia, and since then I have um, continued to evolve this sight. At the film wall, I made a very powerful pledge. I pledged that I would never um, want to die uh, without knowing, or let, let me say it this way about I pledged that I would want to live such a life that I, that I could die any day, knowing that I had fulfilled not just a purpose, but my highest purpose. So that pledge became so powerful, I had no idea what I was actually doing in terms of a universal sort of agreement or a pledge, but it was really this 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 mourning, this grieving seventeen year old that made that declaration and boy was I tested on it. I later on in my twenties had a sort of a light shaft experience where I was shown that 
because I had pledged that I was not going to just live a purpose. You know, we have all different futures. So, you know, we could get married or not get married or this, that, and the other. You know, we live here, we live there. We have many, many opportunities and futures, but my pledge was installed in the world, in the frequency of my, my, my future. So I, not surprisingly, had a light shaft experience where I heard the voice of God basically telling me, well, Sabina, if you want to live your highest purpose, you must move to the United States. Wow. Now, I was bound to get married to the first love of my life, and I was bound to become a professor of new media and arts in Berlin, you know, my my destiny was plotted out and it wasn't a shabby one either. But I aborted all of that. I aborted all of that because I could see that I was going a preset path and that was not my highest. That was not my highest. So I gave everything up and I arrived in San Francisco in spring of 1994 with a suitcase and a dream. And I am so proud to say that I lived not just the American dream, I'm an example of living the American dream, but not just on a material, worldly level, but even more so on a spiritual level. I truly have unleashed a great, great dream that I would have never been able to do in Europe if I would have stayed in Europe or lived elsewhere. And um, especially as we're being tested at, at this particular time with so many uh, oppositions and, 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 and so many things, I feel even more, um, you know, almost like proud to be deliberate immigrant and a spiritual sort of dreamer that really is living a testimony that the American dream is still real. Yes, that's that's a really incredible story, and I can see so many parallels and even ages and years similar to mine. Um, when I was 17, my mom almost died. I thought she was going to die. And in 1994 is when I was so sick that I, I had a really profound spiritual awakening. So it's uh, really, really interesting how things play in parallel with all of us that are in this, um, really at the cutting edge of this paradigm shift, this spiritual awakening and revolution that's happening now. I, I agree with you, and there were truly also these, like, collective milestones that we all uh, sort of, you know, had to overcome, everyone individually with their own challenges. You, mm -hmm. Yours was a health challenge. Mine was an incredible uh, sort of uh, cultural shock challenge because, I mean, mind you, when I came to the States, I didn't exactly speak the language. <laughs> My first foreign, foreign language was French, you know amongst many other, you know, challenges. But you can see that I've, I've always put soul first. So I've lived since my age of basically 17, and even prior to that, I've always lived a soul-based life. I find it very peculiar that so many people that I run into in the expert industry and the coaching industry kind of think of soul like it's the cherry on the cake that comes afterwards. Like you build sort of like your business cake and you build your life cake and your relationship cake and then there comes the soul. That's kind of like a luxury kind of thing that you put like a cherry on top of your cake and I'm like, what is this? 
I so completely, completely agree with that. Um, when I first heard about branding, I asked various branding experts, why should I brand myself? And uh, it wasn't until I heard you talk about it that I really got it from a totally deep level because it really dictates every step you take and every move you make, like what you put out as your image, what you show on the web, what you do in public, everything, the way you dress, the colors you use, everything is all part of the way people recognize you. And that's what's going to gravitate them towards you. You don't have to really sell anything. You just have to be. And that's what's so amazing about branding. It is a magical, it's the magical, you know, when you really start to pay attention, uh, it all comes together. It's actually really the visual and verbal expression of your own energy, but it requires people to really understand themselves on that deeper soul level. Only then will it actually work. Yes, exactly. So I know many of I know many of your clients. You know, I've gone on your website and looked, and I and I know them personally, and I know what they were before, and I've seen how they've transformed after they've worked with you. So could you tell us what it is that you do in so many words and get them and their business transformed to a level that just starts attracting people rather than selling people? Absolutely. It's basically very simple. In a nutshell, I help people turn themselves, their lives, and their business inside out. Especially here in America, we have bought into a money worship. You mentioned that earlier in, our, in my introduction. Yes. Uh, mind you, I am a very, very sound and very healthy businesswoman, you know, and I probably <laughs> am, am, am uh, in many ways, you know, financially more sovereign and, 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 and free than uh, many people that you may see out on the Internet and that you think sort of I've got it all going on. But 
my point here is that we got it all backwards where we are looking, we are worshipping money gods, we are worshipping sort of the reputation gods. We want to impress others. Our focus is all on the external. How much money do I have to make to be respected or loved or appreciated? Or how much, you know, sort of, um, who do I have to hang out with? There's a lot of external focus that has people really pushing for goals, external goals and external validation that leads to burnout. And you know exactly what I'm talking about because you help them sort of yeah, fix their health again after adrenal fatigue, burnout, psychological, emotional breakdown, because it's all push energy and it's all external. It should not be this way. Growing the business and a spiritual practice is actually very, very easy if you do it the right, the right way, which is basically making more space for your inner genius for who you are. So what I help people do in a nutshell, like I said, turn their businesses and life inside out. That means that I eliminate, first and foremost, a lot of misconceptions, a lot of mental and emotional junk. Once there's space inside of their being, I take them on the soul journey where I literally our soul is a multidimensional being. Um, we go up to 30 dimensions plus. What that means is that when we get to those higher dimensional states, we have, we're one with God, we're God consciousness, we're also cosmic and galactic consciousness. And, um, yeah, and, I'd, and I'd like to add, and I'd like to add that all of that is in our core being. It's not out there somewhere, it's inside us. And it's it an, is inside, exactly. right? And it it's is, an it's inner, right? And it's an inner journey, not an outer journey. This is exactly the reason why so many spiritual entrepreneurs are experiencing a lot of health and financial challenges. Yes, many of our spiritual, our spiritual elite, the star seeds that have come to anchor the new earth consciousness, and if you're listening to this interview and you understand this, you know who you are. Most of you guys are right now not in a good, sound, healthy place because instead of bringing that energy into the material, into the body, we were exiting. We, we, we went up and up and up. We went out of the body. It's all about embodiment and grounding it into the earth. Otherwise, we can't, we can't either handle the higher frequencies, nor can we help anchor the new earth consciousness, and this is really our job. So what I do is I help people bring this soul dimensionality, these higher, these higher holy, wise, and sacred frequencies of theirs, and I literally anchor them in their being and then help them to translate that in their business expression. Because their business expression isn't really anything different than their sort of health expression. In many, many ways, you and I are doing very, very similar work, except that you're helping the body and I'm helping the, the business body, if you will. Right, and the thing is that the two are not uh, mutually exclu exclusive. In fact, they're completely intertwined. Because I find that once person's health is cleared up, their business explodes. And, I mean, something as simple as straightening up your house and getting rid of the old stuff will allow new things to come in. And it's just like the most amazing things happen, and they're all happening on this energetic level. 
because your it's your subconscious, your brain and your being is like 99.4% subconscious and this is all happening on this level. And so that's, I think, that's the essence of what you do is you dive deep into that and allow that expression to come out. Because the conscious is exactly. like, yeah, it's a tiny, yeah. tiny part of us. It's a tiny, it's infinitesimal in comparison. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. And so their business is transformed. So give, give me an example of a before and after, and, and then we'll take a, a quick break and come back and talk about how people can uh, start this process on their own. Very, very classic. So that the archetypal before and after in my business looks as follows. So people come to me, and they are feeling extremely um, stressed. They have been sort of like, almost like overdosing on information. Mm -hmm. They have been jumping from summit to summit, or they've been in a mastermind, or they've been working with coach, and they have been sort of applying or trying to apply these formulas and step-by-step systems and things like that, and they are so clogged up with information that they're scrambled, they're literally fragmented, they can't think straight anymore, and weeks and weeks and months and months go by, and they don't make money, and they don't make an impact, and they feel more and more and more mortified and terrified, but because of this external focus, focus that I was talking about earlier, they can't go out into the world and ask for help, because they want to keep up an image, so it starts to become inter- internally very uh, sort of eroding for them. You know, their self-esteem, their health starting to erode because it's way too much pressure. Meanwhile, their sacred gifts and assignments, the very thing that their soul can here to do, they can bring out. And so when they come to me, I, I have this great, great, great privilege, and I am with it, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it with all of my might. I literally get to be their soul midwife, and and like I said, I take them on a journey, I help them really sort of like strip everything that's unnecessary away, and really help them take their own soul frequency, that soul currency, and put that into that trademarkable brand. So that by the time they're done with this process, they are confident, they are courageous, they have a conviction, they can stand out. In fact, I was uh, back in 2011 and 2012, I was doing this work for, for many, many years. And back then, even Lisa Sastovich, I was in her mastermind for um, two years, she was like, you know what? I want you to uh, write my second, you know, be be the be the uh, contributor to my um, chapter two in my book, how to get to my my message out, speak to sell, and I I helped her write the second chapter, which is all about say what it is that you do, because at the at the end of the day, what it all boils down to is that people can go out into the world and say that conviction and confidence, what it is that they do that has a deep purpose and they get heard and understood and seen. And that's what most people struggle with for years and years, if not decades. Yes, and I have to agree with that because I've heard, I've done the same exact thing. Like, 
I didn't even know how to how to say what it is I do in a way that was congruent with me. And, you know, okay, so the reason that I know why people can't do it for themselves is that you are the jar and you can't read your own label. So you have to have somebody guide you through it and be the midwife, as you called yourself. So let's take a brief break. I want to remind all of our listeners that you're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos. Today, my special guest is Sabina Messner. When we return after the break, we'll dive deeper into a process and show how it can work for you. Did you know that if the thought of a past relationship brings up negative emotions, you are still in a relationship with that person, often with unwanted consequences? This means you still have ties with that person, and those ties may be sapping your strength. Why not jettison your old relationship baggage so that you can move forward with ease and clarity? Hello, this is Dr. Anastasia Chopoulos, the scientific healer. Seven years of research at prestigious institutions like Harvard, Yale, and Johns Hopkins have discovered that relationships are the number one influence on physical, emotional, and financial health. In clearing those old ties, including what some people call karma, you get to wipe the slate clean and start over again, whether you plan to stay in that relationship with a person or not. Many miracles have come out of such clearings. One client said that her Christmas with her family was the best she had since she was a child, while another said she'd received several thousand dollars in a divorce settlement that had been stuck in limbo for years while others stop being angry at their former partners and are able to find new loves quickly and easily. Recently, one client who had been stuck in her business as her client's stream dried up signed up six new clients in the four hours following her clearing. I have good news. I have a gift for you. By going to scientifichealer.com forward slash clear, you can discover how you can clear past relationships while I do a relationship clearing for you, all for free. Everyone who chooses to receive it will receive this powerful healing while listening. Again, go to scientifichealer.com forward slash clear to get the details. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Choplis, and you can discover more about scientific healing and the deceptively simple processing processes for opening up your intuition and inner guidance system. Go to scientifichealer.com to download your tips on how to protect your energy when working with others. You know, when you get exhausted after 15 calls in a day, why not be fresh? Before the break, we were talking to Sabina Messner and her enthusiasm for creating a new paradigm of business. I'm sure you're wondering whether this is something that could work for you. So let's continue this conversation. So welcome back, Sabina. Thank you. Yeah, so we were talking about why can't people do this for themselves. And I think you had some more words that you wanted to add to that comment. Yeah, this is actually really um, a big sort of um, surprise for many people that, for example, have marketing background or communication background or many of the skills, or for example, also invested in um, marketing programs or training programs of that nature. Um, there is commonly this 
assumption that because you have all this information, you can do this type of branding or message built in yourself. And um, I'm here to tell you, no, even professional communication uh, specialists with uh, decades of experience can't do it for themselves. Um, and the reason for that is, is because it's in our blind spot. And I think you heard, you heard like the exact sort of scientific numbers there. Uh, what uh, was it again? What the... 99? Uh, yeah, over 99.5%. Right, over 99.5% of your mind is subconscious, that only very few conscious thoughts. So we, we have billions of bits per second coming into the brain, and we only register a very small fraction of them. And I'll give you an example of that. Uh, my husband and I were walking in a mall, and he's pointing out something. I go, why is he showing me this this thing with beeswax on it? And then he pointed some more and he's a motorcycle enthusiast and there was a motorcycle in the store and I absolutely did not see it and you know those things are big so it just doesn't register even though it's big and obvious and for me when I was branded as a scientific healer it was like the biggest duh moment like I mean how smart is that right it's biggest oh my god of course but <laughs> but it took somebody else telling me that I think that's what you should be. And then I thought, oh, my gosh, that branding is amazing. So and and I couldn't and I had been racking my brain for and I'm a really smart person. You know, I have a doctorate and I taught physics for many years. I mean, I'm a really smart person, but I couldn't figure that out for myself. And that's why you need help. Right. Exactly, and it's so funny that you are saying that, because I was just going to make that point. I attract a lot of PhDs, I attract a lot of career renegades, and I, 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 I'm, I am, I'm always uh, amused because the more intelligent my clients are, the least equipped they are to do this work for themselves. I, um, I, I, I'd like to actually give you some examples. Can I, can I just uh, yes. give you two or three quick yeah, examples? Yes, that would be awesome. So people can understand what kind of people you work with and how you transform yeah. them. Yes. Exactly. So these are all people that I've worked with in the last couple of weeks uh, and, and one person month, uh, just the last couple of months. So uh, I was just recently helping a woman. Um, uh, she's a um, communication uh, and PR specialist. That was actually her career. She worked for AT&T back in the day, and she was in charge of communications for a huge, you know, department and arena. And she, like so many, um, you know, has also gone through the mastermind training and had all these various iterations of sort of her positioning and expert statements and her what-you-do statement. And she was in exactly that place when she came to me a couple weeks ago and ended up hiring me on the spot where she she had not made any income. She had not really ever really gotten on the dime of her message. She had uh, spent a lot of money and ended up really doubting herself so much so that she felt more and more fragile. And because she is not the youngest anymore, it's going to really take a toll on her health. 
which then, of course, you know, is feeding that vicious cycle. So we've just recently completed her brand growth, and she is one of my most ecstatic, ecstatic uh, uh, clients because she would have never in a million years been able to come up with it. She would have never coined herself in this way. And now that she is on fire with her brand name, which she can trademark, um, her, her sort of what you do statement, and also the business vision behind it, she can finally implement. So this one investment to work with me has actually made all of her previous efforts and all of her previous investments worthwhile because now she's like launching and implementing and it's all flowing for her. That's an example. Um, the other day I was also um, completing my branding work with a private client and he is in the human design, a manifester, and it turns out he was just um, recently, um, yesterday actually, he emailed me and he said, you wouldn't believe I just talked with Shaitan Parker and Keller Eastwood of human design for all of us, and they looked at my human design charts. We knew that he was a manifester in his design, but he um, yesterday got the information that he is very, very, his profile is very similar to Richard Branson's. And so consequently, at, at the time when I granted him, I did not know that. I just knew that he was a manifester. But because I also took him on a soul journey, I got to see how he needs to be positioned in order for himself not to sort of abort his own manifestations. It's very, very difficult, you know, when you're looking at um, the human design um, energies to translate them accurately into a business vision and branding because you have to really take substantial differences into into the equation. And um, through the soul journey, I actually get direct instructions from people's soul on how to do that. And I was able to turn him into a shape-shift sort of archetype in his business. So now... His job is not to implement. His job is to come into business constellations and to literally like shapeshift them in an instant and manifest, you know, visions for people that they, they would have not been able to do for decades. And so he is over the moon ecstatic because he's finally able to be heard and not be too intense. You know, he was always struggling with people not being able to either understand him or that he was too complex or overwhelming. He finally gets through and he is already having people on a waiting list that are that are waiting for him to now be of service. It's unbelievable what's, what's been happening since he's got this brand. And then um, and there's a third example just to sort of show you also the, the, the spectrum. There was this woman who... Uh, got on a discovery session call with me, and she was uh, she had come back from Iraq, where she was for six years a nurse for the soldiers there. And um, mind you, this was six years ago that she had returned, and she was basically sort of like surviving as a single mom, raising her daughter, and really not really taking part in any of the life anymore. She had, since she's returned from Iraq, basically just been sort of like in a sort of a stagnation, hibernation role, basically barely living for, for her daughter's sake. 
And when I talked to her, she felt actually really bad that she was going to waste my time because she did not have the money or didn't have a vision. But she just felt encouraged because I had spoken to her soul in, in, in the call that she felt like, you know what, I just needed to talk to you and I don't even know why. She ended up, um, um, you know, working with me and her life is unrecognizable. What we, what we actually did is through the soul journey work that we did, we allowed her to see that she was actually um, sort of, if you saw, a war victim in her own relationships. She was uh, physically and sexually abused in her marriage. She had to. She had to live a secret life even for many, many years uh, because she was so afraid that she would be physically harmed. And and so it was this incredible revelation and all stuff in her blind spot too. I mean, it's not like she didn't know her story, but she was not able to make sense of her story and turn it into a hero story that inspires other people and lets then trust her instantaneously. So what I helped her to do is like shift her out of this victim archetype that she was completely stuck in and shift her into actually the protector archetype because that's what she's done for the soldiers in Iraq. And now she has a brand that lets people to come to her. She works with trauma, PTSD um, uh, victims. You know, she's back in her zone where she can help People, she protects people and she heals people from trauma instantaneously. And that's one of those miracle brand examples. That's the true healing. That's the business healing and life healing and yeah. the brand healing. Yeah, and, and, and that is a, that last case is a perfect example of, you know, being in the bottle and not seeing the label is that you really do need an outside perspective. And a lot of people don't even realize that. And the thing that they also don't realize is that while they're living in that really difficult, challenging life, that they don't know that it can be any different. They have, they never experienced it differently. And then when they transition into something different, and I know this because I did this myself, that when something then gets resolved and you're not in that situation before, you sit there and you go, wow, I didn't know life could be this amazing. Like, I didn't know that I could relax this much. I didn't know that I am the master of my own destiny. And I think that, that your work is so important for being able to get people to recognize that and also make those really important transitions for all three of those cases. I agree with you, Dr. Anastasia, and I really feel that these are quantum shifts. I um, I do not believe in iterative change I um, or, or in incremental change. I believe in um, radical change, like shape-shift style change. You know, this woman admitted to me on the phone, and that's also, of course, you know, the type of conversations and depth that I bring to the table when I talk to people, total strangers. She admitted to me that she's barely hanging on. Thin thread of, you know, her soul was on a thin thread. She's barely hanging on, only for her daughter. That was her only purpose. Yes. And now she's on fire, rescuing so many people. That's a paradigm shift. That's a complete and utter paradigm shift. Yeah. So that's what I do for a living. I am beyond uh, excited that I get to help people, and especially the more chaotic our our sort of um, world becomes, and it is part of a divine 
divine purpose. So I am, I am, I am not in resistance there. But the more that actually sort of happens and sort of a chaotic spiral, you know, forms around us, the more important it is to do the work with Dr. Anastasia. Get your frequency cleared up. Make sure that you have a healthy and sound energy. Um, so that you can be the beacon of light and shine brightly and stand proudly and strongly. These are the times that we have all prepared ourselves for as souls. And we don't want to be hanging out in the crevices, you know, hiding out and being in regret or feeling shame that we haven't really achieved, in quote, unquote, more with our purpose. Yeah, and a lot of and one of the things like I'm going to ask you what you think the biggest lesson you want people to learn, but my biggest lesson is that you we all have the power to change our own lives. You have within you to shift whatever it is you want, and that you're not helpless. And one thing I didn't realize is that when I was going through that, that if I reached my hand out, there were a hundred hands. They're reaching to pull me up. So there is help if you want to do the shift. There is help. There, You just need to reach your hand out, and you'll find that help. So what about you, Sabina? What What's the biggest lesson you want people to learn? Oh, that brings me almost kind of to tears, you know. When, when I um, meet people lately, um, they, they, they can't... They see a very strong woman. Um, they see almost like a, 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 a force to be reckoned with in a very, very good, um, very almost like sometimes protector and jolly way. But what people don't realize is that I have been um, grappling with fears for most of my life. I, I have always been a very, very sensitive, sensitive little soul. For as strong and mighty as I am, I have always equally been sensitive. I have stuttered for four years when I was a little girl, a little child. I started profusely. I suffered from agoraphobia, claustrophobia, and all sorts of panic attacks under the sun. I have been, you know, proud to say that I have never taken any medication because God knows if I would have been on any of those prescriptions, you would not see the genius, courageous, and brave soul that you are hearing to today. And what I want to let people know is that we all have weaknesses, and these weaknesses can be sometimes um, can be very, very stifling, and they're very severe. Severe. They're our Achilles heel. Fear was my greatest Achilles heel. Fear and anxiety, my greatest Achilles heel. I did not try to run away from the fear. I became best friends with my fear. I woke up every morning and I said, hello there, fear. What are we going to do today? Because fear was always my steady companion. And now I am so delighted to tell the world I have transformed my fear into fearlessness. And now fearlessness has become my steady friend and companion. And every morning I get up, I get to ask my fearlessness now, what mischief can we do today? <laughs> what can we be up to today? You know, so please, please, please do not, you know, shove, shove down your, your weaknesses. You know, work with your weaknesses and your, quote, unquote, failures. Because 
they are your strengths. There comes this point when you start to wiggle and wiggle and wiggle and loosen them, but they, but they slip. They slip into the polar opposite, and you will be living in your genius zone. Nothing more and nothing less. That is a fantastic message. Thank you so much. I can... I can just see that. And I, you know, everybody, you and I are still works in progress. And we all have our weaknesses. I I still have, I still have to work very hard on my physical health. That was my downfall. And my downfall was because of the amount of stress I put myself under. And I have to still watch myself every day that I don't overdo it. So yeah, it's, right? It's the same, it's the yeah, same with you. you. And and that and that's so so it looks like we might have it together. It's just we've been grappling with it for a lot longer. <laughs> the reason why we look like we have it together and we do have it together is because we're paying attention to our weaknesses. We're loving our vulnerabilities. We're not dismissing them. We understand that our vulnerabilities are just our strengths upside out, upside out. You know, yes, that, you know, I, I, I love that. You know. And the lesson that I learned 20 some odd years ago is that people don't love us for our strength. They love us for our vulnerabilities. <laughs> so, yes, exactly. Because they exactly. recognize themselves in it and then they can identify with us. And so that's what the the awesome messages that was just so incredible so i want to thank you so much for um having you on the show and i for people to connect with you the best way is to go to scientifichealingradio.com forward slash sabina s-a-b-i-n-e and you'll see her story there this show and um, a way to connect with her and go onto her website. There'll be a link there for you to do that. So thank you so much for being on the show, Sabina. I so appreciate and love you. Oh my God, it's been such a joy and blessings and so purpose sparkles all over the radio waves. May you be brave and may you be free. Blessings. Okay, thank you for listening to Scientific Healing and for our most wonderful guest, Sabina Messner. Again, you can connect with her at scientifichealingradio.com forward slash Sabina, S-A-B-I-N-E. Let's you and I connect. Go to scientifichealer.com and sign up for your free tips for protecting your energy or downloading a free healing audio that has helped hundreds of my clients. This is Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Scientific Healing with Dr. Anastasia Chopolis. Join us again next week for more expert guidance and practical tools to energize your life. Now take a deep breath and release it slowly before you go about your day. <laughs>